0: Is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com.
1: Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy. And I'm To play pinball And put in your earplugs, put
0: on your eye shades You know where to put the caulk We're not gonna take it.
2: Back on the Tom Dupree show, I can't listen to that Almond Brothers stuff without getting nostalgic. Golly. It's so so
3: pure. pure. It just puts me in a good mood.
2: Yeah. All of it does.
4: So that's why we're going to do some Almond Brothers this Okay. Afternoon. Not that I was in a bad mood the last hour. That's right. not the case
2: at all. I understand. Well, when you mention the Almond Brothers and Marshall Tucker band, it's. It works. Mm hmm. <laughs> Philip. Uh, uh, Sexton, we welcome to the show Guy Hughlet. Also, good morning, Mister Dupree.
5: You you really liked the last hour. The last hour was great, and you were talking about how you had seven listeners. You actually had nine because Philip and I were driving in listening to you. But I'll tell you what, you just lifted me up, my
2: friend. That's great. I'm glad. I, I'm glad it helped somebody. Just glad to be of us, of service. <laughs> Glad to be of use. Uh-huh. Y'all uh, hang around here. you liable to get a little religion.
6: Oh, Let's go. Let's get hot for the Lord. Yeah, there you go. Start the revival. That's right. You know, that is one thing that a lot of, do, does, do your all's churches still do revivals? No, but I've been to a couple. Because? Mine does. Does it? Yeah. My, they're, they're
2: getting ready to have a camp meeting uh this is the faith victory church over in frankfurt they're getting ready to have a camp meeting in uh july
6: well see growing up my church used to have two a year growing up church i got married at you you were there and i think that i haven't seen them have a revival in probably eight plus years now is that right yeah
2: they usually get in another preacher will come in and speak
6: and The whole point of a revival is you get tired of listening to the same guy. Same preacher.
5: Same preacher. Well, it's also a great recruiting tool.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about business here. Annuities and 401ks won't solve the retirement crisis. Why is that? Proposed U.S. legislation would make it easier for employers to offer annuities in 401k retirement plans that provide retirees fixed payments for as long as they live. Does that make investment sense?
6: So the, it was from Barron's and you know, it, we we talked about this the last time uh, we, we were in uh, the secure act, which passed the house with something like almost 90 something percent of the vote, which, you know, was unprecedented in today's world. But, uh, it talks about, you know, annuities are currently allowed in 401k plans, but they're very uncommon. Less than 10% of 401k plans offer annuity options, according to a survey by Plan Sponsor Councils of America. Uh, Americans actually held $8.2 trillion in employer-sponsored defined contribution retirement plans as of March 31st, and $5.7 trillion of that was in 401k plans.
2: I remember when the 401k was just getting started back in the late 70s. There was nobody had them yeah and it started kicking in and that this is how much has now gone into these things and that doesn't even count money that's been rolled out of them into yeah it. those are huge I, numbers that's just in the united states y'all massive, massive. that's that's our market that's who we right. go after
6: yeah and the reason that annuities are such an uncommon thing is employers have shied away from including annuities and retirement plans over liability issues. Participants might sue if an insurance company in the plan goes belly up or fails to pay claims. Uh, That was actually a very common thing in uh, 2008 when uh, the big downfall hit the market. Uh, So Mitch uh, Hauptman, a financial service counsel at the Consumer Federation of America, a nonprofit consumer advocate, says the legislation language is too broad and may allow for the inclusion of high-cost annuities. The provision doesn't apply to a narrow segment of annuities, he says. It applies to all annuities. Some are consumer-friendly, but there are other types that are complex with high costs and are not in consumers' best interest. Uh, going Why on, would somebody use an annuity to
2: begin with in a 401k plan when you know they've been outperformed by index funds and by so even... other types of funds
6: that's kind of what you know what i was wanting to get into and you thanks for the segue there because i I was trying to figure it out but an annuity adds an extra layer all an annuity company is trying to do it's an insurance company that's going to then invest it exactly how you were going to invest it more more often than not and pay you an, an income monthly when you retire right uh the goal is to outlast you, yeah. For the insurance company when you start to annuitize and you start to take a monthly income, it's basically we're going to start returning your principal, yeah. And we're going to hope that we can a um, make an investment return that outlasts you, and and outlasts the drawdown to where, boom, when you pass away, you know we've we've set we're collecting a, a nice little lump sum there, yeah. Uh, that was a big thing, too. Um, you know, one of the things he says, uh, a guy from Fidelity says, he doesn't see companies rushing off to offer annuities in 401k. There's still a lot to evaluate, including the selection of the provider and the types of products. He says the f- companies still have the fiduciary duty to determine a reasonable fee. Mm-hmm. So when you think of an annuity, it is the highest commission product in the financial markets right why a 401k is supposed to be a very cost efficient cost effective way to amass retirement savings right if you're paying six percent to uh an annuity company that's not cost effective that's right you know they're and especially if they're going to invest it in basically what a uh a vanguard fund in your in your 401k is gonna do yep you know what why why add an extra layer there um here's the other thing uh people like the concept of the immediate annuity but the baby boomers who are retiring now this is the retirement you know the generation retiring now uh don't like giving up control of their principal yep that's the other side effect of an annuity is you give up control of your principal. Uh I've spoken of this several times. It's it's called uh, life happens. Yeah. You know, uh the <laughs> the the air conditioner. I thought you said wife happens. <laughs> that too. That too. Life does happen. <laughs> wife I want <laughs> I hope she's not listening. Uh, okay.
2: They're all four letter words though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because some other stuff happens too oh
6: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's a four-letter word too but basically yeah um you know you you could be living off of a a thousand dollar a month income from your annuity plus your social security and all this but what happens when your roof starts leaking Yep. what happens when your ac goes out what happens when you know, something something happens and your dog gets crazy and poops all over the carpet, and you got to rip it up. Yeah, because you just can't get it out. That's right.
2: <laughs> well, he- help me out here, guys. So you have to have principle it- to pay for those things over and above your income that you're taking. Exactly. So there, the whole
5: purpose of this legislation, as I understand it, is because we need. It's con- here's what the, one of the uh, Fidelity Ma- investment group guys said. Who, by the way, they have two point one trillion of defined contribution plans, and they do offer annuities. He said it's a common sense retirement reform. So, help me understand what the reform piece is here, because this this to
6: me seems a little bit so from the from the Secure yeah, Act. I don't
2: get it. It, I, it sounds like it's got. I think what happened is the insurance industry and their lobbyists there you got go. in there, right. followed the money, and they said, we got to include these annuities in this thing, and this is going to be a lock for us. We're going to basically get a ton of annuity business based on having it included into this uh, legislation. I
5: bet your Tom just nailed it. I bet if you go back and track this legislation from the get-go you will find the top 10 insurance companies who sell annuities driving this thing you, 100% you, you can't
2: believe it I was, and,
6: yeah it's exactly right because and, the you know most of the bill actually is common sense and i will tell you
2: another thing our congressmen they <laughs> they pop up on his contributors <laughs> big time, especially yeah, I, to his PAC. Well, because he's on the Banking Finance and Committee. And I'm, I'm as behind him as I can be. People say, oh, Yo, you're a Republican. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm actually an independent. So I can ding the Republicans and the Democrats. He's on that committee. <laughs> right. You know, he's going to he, – he may be listening, and if he is, that's fine. But <laughs> let's just follow the money. Well,
5: and we have seen at Dupree – so many times clients come in who really need probably get
2: a text from him
5: who really need help yeah with their retirement plan their management and we'll start looking into what's going on and there it is and here's this big annuity with this incredible huge fee yeah and it you know and they're they're locked
6: and that's right the the biggest problem is is if they've been taking withdrawals from it for you know and if they've annuitized it and they've been going at it for you know five or six years the principal is now permanently impaired that's right the ability to earn income off of the remaining balance of that principal so we're impaired.
2: going to come back to you with what we think the option should be instead of an annuity, but we got to take a break first. So let's do that. It is the Tom DePriest Show. It's News Radio six thirty WLAP.
0: It's a high wire balancing act of politics. Democrat and Republican, the left. Look, I'm a liberal. And the right. I'm also a conservative. The summertime circus of political discourse is upon us, and you're invited to join the fun. News Radio six thirty WLAP.
2: Hi, this is Tom Dupree. A fiduciary is a person or organization that owes to another the duties of good faith and trust. It is the highest legal duty of one party to another and it means being bound ethically to act in the other's best interests. At Dupree Financial Group, we act as a fiduciary to our clients when managing their investments. This means simply that we put their interests first. We accept no commissions or transaction fees, only an asset-based percentage fee of our clients' assets, which directly aligns our interests with theirs. Think about it. A financial advisor who does well when you do well. If you'd like to know more about how this might work for you, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a no-obligation meeting and a discussion of your account. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. All right, back on the Tom Depree show. Goldman Sachs and Ally Financial beat the Fed to a rate cut. So Goldman Sachs has a high-yield uh, savings account that they just cut the rate on it from 225 to 2.15 following Ally's decision to lower its online savings rate to 2.1 from 2.2. The cut shows that banks are positioning themselves for the Fed to lower rates later this year. So... They're going ahead and cutting the interest rate on what they pay based on the idea that it's inevitable that the Fed will lower their uh, interest rates.
6: Well, and and I think on top of that, too, is I think that, yes, they're getting ahead of the Fed, but they're protecting their own income statement, their own balance sheet at the same time, Uh, because when you look at uh demand for credit creation demand for loans uh in certain areas of the economy has actually declined right which has caused i mean when you look at the demand for treasury bills uh you know you you've seen the increase of uh i guess a, a flight to quality there pushing rates down on
2: on treasury bills
6: yeah so you've seen the overall The overall rate uh to to for a company like ally financial to loan out money they've had to decrease their interest rates to loan out money on the long end so on the short end to create their spread they're also having to decrease the amount that they give to savers right um you know i i think that this shows kind of how much uh power the fed actually has Fed hasn't even cut rates yet, and you're already seeing, you know, some of the the more faster growing allies. One of the more faster growing banks out there, they're they're cutting rates. the The free market system is kind of saying, this is what we're willing to give you to to deposit here, and this is what we're willing to give you to borrow from here.
2: So, everybody was saying we were going to see higher interest rates six months ago, and now it's turning around and going the other way.
5: It's turning around, and the other thing that i looked at Ally's earnings for the first quarter i mean they they're seeing a three percent increase in earnings as a result of this interest rate low, low yeah surge. so they they had 374 million first quarter in earnings
6: yeah that's what it says in the so, in the back of the things is for every 10 basis yeah. points or so,
5: 0.1 so that was an 11 million dollar quarterly earnings Ob. boost <laughs> Exactly. You go. I mean these guys are they know what they're doing. They're they're, right. they're playing it
6: right. And the, the fun the fun thing is is when you look at these established banks, uh, you know, like your big brick and mortar banks, JP Morgan, uh Chase, uh, Bank of America, you know, City, all these all these bigger banks, they still don't compete with that deposit rate. So a company like Ally can come in and cut their deposit rate 10 basis points and still be still be well above the market. 2% above what the market's given. Right. So you're still at, uh, on average, I think it's
2: 10. 10- that's the thing I was getting into with this Japan, talking about interest rates being at zero in Japan. We are in a worldwide low interest rate deflationary phenomenon that has never been seen in the history of the world in financial markets, this has never, ever, ever happened before. Tom's on it. We talked
5: about extrapolation last week. There's, there, there, we're in total new, char- unchartered waters. Well, and we're We in, have been for some time. For some time, it's, it's, it's if you, been.
6: If you look at interest rates since 1981, they've continually declined. Right. You've had, you've had parts of like what we've seen the last two years where interest rates have gone up, but. Every peak is lower than the last peak.
2: That's right. And I was in the business in 1981, just getting started. And I remember that rates on municipal bonds were well over 10%. Tax-free bonds. Golly! Tax-free bonds you could get for, in some cases, 12%, 13%. And uh, people were worried that that would be that way forever. But the fact is people that were smart enough to invest in those long term bonds, they saw a really good return over a number of years.
6: See, I think it's interesting because you know, when you look at you you at that point in your life, you were trying to get people to buy those as an investment. You couldn't do it. And guy, what at that point in your life, you were trying to get people to take money out of the bank to loan.
5: Right. But nobody <laughs> but nobody wanted it.
6: You know, a couldn't bank
2: just bank uh, savings were paying, you know, CDs were paying thirteen, fourteen oh, no percent. digits,
6: yeah. Golly. <laughs> well, and I, I think uh, what was the oh, uh, what was the book? Um, oh, it was a, it was about bonds. Was, I can't remember. They were talking about liars poker. I, that's the, that's the name of the book, liars yeah, poker. Liars poker. You know, they were talking about that in in that book and how you know the. the you you couldn't you couldn't flip out of the, and get into the next thing fast enough. You were losing money every time every time rates went up basically. Right. And it was taking bakes under left and right. Yeah. That's that's crazy.
2: It was. And and developers, people that had money borrowed uh, because they were developing property, trying to get it sold uh, and waiting on uh, It's selling with, you know, home builders, people of that nature that uh, had that kind of money borrowed was just cutting them. It was a scary time. I can remember
5: being at the bank and, you know, some of these real estate folks. I mean, in order just to pay their interest, they were, you know, they were liquidating personal assets. (laughs) Right. They'd sell their watch, you know, they were just to try to, you know, in hopes— that there was going to be some kind of turn. It was a scary time.
6: So let me ask you all, do, if, you, do you all think that the reason we've had this this continued decline is, uh, from, is it a movement to a neutral? Because that's what the Fed's trying to do is stay neutral, or do you think that it's just uh,
2: – I think that that high of an interest rate pushed the economy over into a point where – Um, the psychology changed. It's all about psychology. When you broke the back of inflation, which is what that high interest rate did, you began to roll down the other side of the mountain, and the other, the bottom of the other side of the mountain is zero, and that's that's what began to happen.
6: Animal spirits. Yeah, animal spirits. That's an
1: Adarsh word. There you go. <laughs> I like
2: that. Yeah. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about how do you invest in this kind of time when we come back from the break. It's the Tom Depree show. You're listening to WLAP. It's News Radio 630 WLAP.
3: Do you suffer from chronic knee pain? Does throbbing, stabbing, or debilitating pain keep you from the activities you enjoy? Have you been told you need surgery or a knee replacement? At the Arthritis and Knee Pain Center of Lexington, we have helped thousands of patients just like you. We are now accepting new patients for our FDA-approved, non-surgical knee pain treatments. Our cushioning high-tech gel treatments are laser-guided to deliver medicine to the part of the knee where it will do the most good. This ensures effective pain relief and fast recovery without surgery. If other treatments have failed you, we can probably help. Treatment is covered by Medicare and most medical insurances. Call now to take advantage of our no-charge screening. There is no obligation, and the only thing you have to lose is your pain. Space is limited, so call now. 855-504-NEE. In Lexington, that's 855-504-NEE. Don't wait another day. Let the Arthritis and Knee Pain Center relieve your chronic knee pain. Call now. 855-504-NEE. It's the summer travel season. To raise awareness of traffic loss and to encourage safe driving habits, state and local law enforcement are out in force during the Blue Lights Across the Bluegrass campaign. The goal is not to write tickets, but to save lives. Don't speed, don't drive impaired or distracted, and always wear your seatbelt. Obey the laws or you will be cited. No exceptions, no excuses. Paid with federal funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
5: In Seoul, President Trump having dinner with South Korea's leader and also telling reporters he's extended an invite to meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un at the DMZ border. A reporter asking if the summit is on. Is summit summit? Well, we're going to see. Uh, they're working things out right now. The president earlier in Osaka before leaving the summit, telling reporters he had a productive meeting with China's president Xi and says trade talks will resume. China is going to start. Uh, They're going to be consulting with us, and they're going to start spending money even during the negotiation to our farmers, our great farmers in the Midwest. Indiana's attorney general saying he expects to appeal a federal judge's ruling blocking a state law that would ban a second-trimester abortion procedure. Last night, thousands of people rallying at the Stonewall Inn, the landmark site in Manhattan where 50 years ago Friday, activists and police clashed, galvanizing the gay rights movement. I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News.
0: We've got a few scattered thunderstorms that are going to try to blow up on this Saturday afternoon and evening, especially outside of that, it is steamy temperatures on this final Saturday of June into the upper 80s to around 90. More of the same as we roll our way into Sunday and for 4th of July week. Hey, it's more of the same. Steamy temperatures and scattered thunderstorms. Have a great weekend. I'm WKYT. Chief. Here is Chris Bailey, on your official weather station news radio 630 WLAP, broadcasting live 24/7 from the Drive.ky.gov studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. Help one at lexington.com presents the world's worst boss. The one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Alexis, I've reviewed your resume online, and I think you're very professional, punctual, a fantastic listener, and I believe you'd be a great fit at our company.
3: Dave, we've talked about this. I will not be your employee. I'm your therapist.
0: Is this reverse psychology? No, Dave. Does that mean yes?
3: We're out of time, Dave.
0: Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at, at lexington.com
4: Call 800-555-1509. 800-555-1509. 630
0: WLAP.
2: Back on the Tom Dupree Show. <clears throat> now, we've been talking about interest rates. And uh, interest rates are the absolute most important thing in the economy. I don't care what anybody else says. They determine how your stock market portfolio is invested and that kind of thing. At Dupree Financial Group, what we're trying to do is put together a portfolio of dividend-paying securities, mainly stocks, a few preferred stocks and some bonds, but mainly stocks that pay dividends that will replicate an interest rate uh, that pays you more than zero and that you can grow it over time. That's what we're trying to do. If you're a retirement investor and you've been relying upon growth and things like that, what you have to understand is that growth doesn't always grow. And there can be times when it really lags and quits growing and uh, you have to rely on something else to get you from A to B. And what we try to focus on – is the payment of dividends the payment a cash payment from your portfolio that will give you the kind of uh income that you need you know to take your distributions over time and um have living expenses
6: and and, uh, mike likes to use the term sequence of returns too but it's a it's a big it's a big term to, to think about when you're looking at your retirement portfolio and when you're talking about growth, even if you do have growth, if you're not receiving an income, the the problem is, is you still chop away a piece of the principal every single time. So if you, if it grows 6% and you sell some, well now the next, the, if I'm not going to break down the math, but the next piece has to grow more than six percent because there's right. less of it. It's the same thing of like a, a a tree. If you if you clip off the top two foot, well now just to get back to even, it's got to grow or where it was, it's got to grow two foot. Yeah. You now if it grows, if it had grown a foot before and you clip off two foot, now it grows another foot and you clip off two more foot. Eventually, you're not gonna have the same tree. I think
2: those are called feet.
6: Feet. oh here we go i don't know i I always shot on 10 foot goal i don't know about y'all
2: not a 10 feet goal (laughs) (laughs) i see what you're saying though what you're, you're saying you're chopping off part of the corpus of the investment yeah. In order to take the income.
6: Amazon, for example, you know, $2,000 a share or whatever. You, you sell it. Yeah. You sell, if you have 25 shares and you sell one, well, now you have 24 shares. To get to the, the next piece, well, now you've only got 24 shares to grow it. Well, you still sell another one the next year. Now you've got 23 shares. Eventually, you're going to end up with right. 10 shares that have to grow exponentially. That's the problem. And when, and it gets exacerbated when Amazon goes from 2,000 to 1,500, like it did back that's in right. in December, you know, that's when things get hairy real yeah. quick. <laughs> Sorry. I, I have a, I have, I, I get, I get frustrated at, at, at people when, when they don't think about their retirement properly.
2: I'll make sure I think about mine properly.
5: (laughs) So, Philip, when you say you get frustrated, you're talking about investors, individuals that really think that I've got to take a growth approach to my retirement. I have to invest in stocks like Amazon and Apple that are extremely volatile. Yeah. Is that, that's what you're really saying.
6: Exactly. And especially when you've already retired and you, you've you jumped into that next phase of life. Well, now you don't have the same ability to make mistakes or have things happen. And that's when things, that that's that's the, the frustrating part. And you think of the psychology of the investor and it's never changed for hundreds of years. You know, it used to be buy Walmart, it'll never go down. Mm-hmm. Buy GE, it'll never go down. Well, we saw what happened there. Buy Amazon, it'll never go down. Well, look what happened in November and December. You know, buy Apple, it'll never go down. Look what happened in November and December. It, it, it you get these, you get this fallacy in your head that uh, if I buy this stock, I'm, I'm good, and that's, that's the problem of, you know, why not buy a portfolio? Why not diversify your bets? So that way nothing knocks your head off. And why not make your portfolio work for you?
2: You know, that Amazon's market cap is now three times that of Walmart.
6: Golly. No, that's, <coughs> that's scary. Amazon's
2: 932 billion and Walmart's 315 billion.
6: That's pretty scary. Yeah. I wonder from a sales perspective, what the, what the difference is
2: probably not that much it's just the fact that amazon is perceived as being
6: infallible yeah infallible
2: yeah well and they're and they're and they have aws also the amazon web services (laughs) where they're running all these web-based platforms for other companies
5: and they're just getting in every industry that supports them you know they're now getting into the you know logistics industry right you know are. when we talk about exactly investing in growth stocks phil or philip has used this many times and i love it you know it's 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 like whitewater rafting <laughs> well you you like to use that analogy okay right. and and many folks do that they they get in the raft they're excited about going down the 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 river and they're going to hit some rapids and it's going to be exciting at sometimes and it's going to be Calm in the calm waters at others, but there is going to be some severe challenges ahead of them, and they need a guide to get them through that those choppy waters, right?
6: Well, you, you know that's what, what we do at Dupree. Exactly, and you know what creates a rapid, don't you? What? It's water churning through rock. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so if you don't hit the right part of the rapid, you will hit the rock. That's right.
5: And we see so many folks do that they 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 run the rapids on their own because they believe they have the tools and the resources to do it and they they don't they need a guide they need a professional a fiduciary that will hold their hand through those choppy times that's right and protect them and the assets that they've worked so hard for.
6: I have a personal story, and then and this, this is where it goes to, is we had a guide. Uh, we went to West Virginia. Got to be rapid. candid and
2: diligent also.
6: That's right. And we, the guide, every single rapid, he would name the rapid. All this is the Guy Hugler rapid, you know, yeah. just because it's wild and crazy. Yeah! And uh, he would always tell you at the at the beginning, right before you hit the rapid, if you fall out, swim hard right. Or you can just lollygag, kick your feet back. It'll be all right. We'll get you at the end of the rapid. Well, there was one. He, we were coming up on it, and he said, this rapid's called the meat grinder. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a class four rapid. It's called the meat grinder. And he just left it at that. And I looked at him. I said, well, Steve, what happens if I fall out? Where, where do I swim? He looked at me and said, don't fall out. And he was just calm about it. And I was like, but seriously, if I fall out. And then he kind of looked at me and was a little more serious. He said, don't fall out. Like, yeah. like you don't, you, you're just going to have to stay in the boat on this one. Cause he said after the rapid and I felt safe going through the whole rapid because of my guide. But at the end of the rapid, he looked at me and he said, if you'd have fallen out, we'd have been picking your unconscious body up out of the water at the end of it. Cause there's so many rocks in there to beat you to death. Really? That's what he said.
1: <laughs> okay.
6: Oh, hey. That's why it's called the meat grinder. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? There are parts of the market and times. And in the investing world where you will go through the meat grinder and you got to have a guide to keep you in the boat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. I think what's important is that we differentiate what we're talking about here, income from growth and It gets back to why we invest. We're trying to grow the purchasing power of your money or at least maintain it. Through income, we feel like that's a more definitive way to grow and maintain the purchasing power of your retirement money as opposed to growth investing, despite the fact that growth seems like it can be so much more profitable at times, and it can be. You have to think about the times when growth won't grow, like 2001, 2002, 2008, 2009, where growth failed, didn't work well. And then compare that to your situation and and ask what was I doing What would I have been doing to produce income during those moments when growth failed and didn't work so well? And this is where we can be of help to you, DupreeFinancial.com. The candid and diligent part, what does that mean? That means that we're going to tell you what parts of your – we're not going to paint pie in the sky for you having to do with your retirement plan. We're going to tell you the truth about is this adequate, is this not adequate, is this income going to be enough, can it be sustained, what are your other forms of income, do you have an outside job that you can continue to work to produce some income for yourself, those types of things. And, you
5: know, and, and Tom said it, said it best, we're, we're forthright. We're going to tell you the truth. And right. and sometimes it it hurts to hear the truth, but ultimately your the clients' interests are more important than feelings. And ultimately, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to have an enjoyable life during their retirement. That's what we're all about. So come see us at Pre Financial Group. We talk about things like that That's down right. there. We well, do,
6: and it's 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 good. It's a relationship. You know, it's it's an ongoing relationship that we create with with our clients, and That's and right. it's a relationship of education, a relationship of being candid with them and telling them what's going on, and if if the relationship fails because of our ability, our our failing on that, then we failed our clients. Right. You know, it 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 the relationship goes not not based solely on what the investments do you know you don't build you've got two pillars you've got investments and you've got communication and relationship you know and they go hand in hand you you don't you don't just pick an advisor because oh he's he's getting you know he's averaging 12 percent returns annually or 15 or whatever some pie in the sky number because eventually those returns are going to go away that's right and he's he's not going to be able to explain to you and communicate with you through something like that.
2: Stay with us. You're listening to The Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630, WLAP.
0: Joe Biden, China. Flip-flop. Iranians slashing out. War with
3: Iran 2020. p Trump. Think somebody, please. Real. Real. Where do we go from here?
0: Life. Life. News is happening. News Radio 630, WLAP.
2: Hi, this is Tom Dupree. A fiduciary is a person or organization that owes to another the duties of good faith and trust. It is the highest legal duty of one party to another, and it means being bound ethically to act in the other's best interests. At Dupree Financial Group, we act as a fiduciary to our clients when managing their investments. This means simply that we put their interests first. We accept no commissions or transaction fees, only an asset-based percentage fee of our clients' assets, which directly aligns our interests with theirs. Think about it, a financial advisor who does well when you do well. If you'd like to know more about how this might work for you, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 for a no-obligation meeting and a discussion of your account. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 233
0: 630 WLAP.
2: Alman Brothers, back on the Tom Depree show, and I got a little something I want to share with you. I told the
1: landlady I'd have lost my job and I didn't have the rent. She said, I don't care about you ain't got the rent. Because all I want is my money. <laughs> three weeks, and you ain't paid a dime. One more week to get the money together. Oh. So I'm going to give you one more week. You're going to have the rent out the door you're going to go. The next week come, I didn't have the rent. And I come in, I sneaked in the house late that night. That morning comes, she knocked on my door. my door. So I want my money right now. <laughs> I said, lady... Now, all day long, trying to find a job, and I ain't found nothing. And I've been here for quite a little while. It's is... my money right now. I said, Wait till I go out the street and come back. <sighs> Taking my old guitar, go out in the street, on the
2: corner. I sat down. Well, I was waiting for the part where he says, Talking about the. Talking about the back rent boogie. The back rent boogie. Back rent boogie. That's by John <laughs> Lee Hooker.
6: He's pretty good. Well, you know that's 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 a. He'd
5: find a job today. They need workers.
6: That's why you've right. got it. That's why you've got a <laughs> produce income in your retirement. That's right. Hey, so you don't want to get in that situation. You don't that's want to be out there. talking about the back
2: rent boogie. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> Best business schools. All right, this is something you wanted to uh, go over Philip.
6: Yeah. You know, in the, in the world that we live in today and you, you were talking about the democratic debates and you've got some of the, uh, candidates talking about free college for everybody and everything. And, you know, I think that a lot of times it, it, when you start talking about things, you, you always need to look at what it does to the competitiveness of, of things. And there's an article in bloomberg business week and it talks about the best business schools and it says nearly 50 percent of top MBA grads owe six-figure debt uh, and it goes through all these these different uh grad schools for MBA grads uh, and it talks about what the median salary is uh, for a graduate there and the percentage of uh, debt so like the number 16 ranked grad school which is duke uh, has 47 percent of graduates in six-figure debt However, the median salary is a hundred a hundred and twenty five thousand. Uh, I've got some some ones here. So, Penn, uh, you know, Ivy League school is the number two ranked, uh, school, the Wharton School, thirty seven percent in six figure debt, with the median salary of a hundred and thirty thousand. Right. Now you can flip that. So, one hundred and thirty thousand, you flip that to North Carolina. Thirty-five percent in six-figure debt, so that's basically the same as thirty-seven. If you ask me, that's a rounding error, and you're only getting a hundred and ten thousand. Yeah. You keep going. Now this one's really gonna throw you off. Pepperdine. I don't know if I said that right. That's right. Twenty-seven percent in six-figure debt. It's the number seventy-seventh ranked school. The median salary is eighty thousand. So you're taking you're taking on six-figure debt to make 50, to go to graduate 000 less, school. To make 50000 less than what Ken was making. Yeah, or Duke. Or Duke. So it keeps going. Here we go. George Washington, number 59 ranked school, 16% in six figure debt, median salary is 90000 This one's really going to throw you off. Chapman, I don't really know where that's at, but it's the number 90, 91 ranked school, 13% of graduates in six figure debt. You right here, the median salary? sixty thousand dollars. Keeps going on. I'll Might give as well you, mow lawns. Yeah. I'll give you the I'll give you UK since it's uh local. Uh UK number one eighteen. There's zero percent in six figure debt. Well that's that's a good thing.
5: But I think that's interesting the that med- UK zero percent.
6: The median yeah. salary is fifty five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Well I
2: would rather be in zero I'd rather be in zero percent of uh, six-figure debt. In other words, not have that much debt and be making 50,000 than be making 100,000 and have over 100,000 in debt, because you can always take that 50,000 and move yourself up over time. But yep. that debt has got to be paid, exactly. no matter what you're making that debt's got to be paid so,
6: student debt's sticky too you can't write that off in a bankruptcy or anything well,
5: yeah I, there, there's a lot of interesting things in all these numbers to me and and i think the thing that that really jumped off the page was looking at the schools there was a lot of schools with a zero percent debt so that tells me there's
2: 0% six-figure debt. Well, yes. But th- and so some of them probably had less than six figures, but they still had. Debt. 99.
5: W-
6: well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 99 at UK, and you're making 55.
5: Well, but it also that's tells me that good. they have programs for those graduate students to help subsidize. That's, that's what it's telling me.
6: Here's if one for you. Guys. I okay. got one more, and this is on that line. BYU Mormon School. One percent in six-figure debt, median salary one hundred and one. There you go.
5: Well, I I had a hard time, and I don't know where was Yale, where was Harvard?
6: They're in there somewhere. I I, yeah. I
5: I didn't see them. They didn't jump off the page, but the one that did was Stanford. Yeah. Uh, they had seemed to have the highest income, and I. I'm sure that has a lot to do with where they're located in Silicon Valley. I was about uh, the say,
6: what's the, the cost of living in Boston Right, too? And
5: exactly. So, I thought that was and interesting. And I
6: think, uh, you know, what I wanted to, to get at, though, with this is, is, you know, always know what you're paying for and what you're receiving for. when you, And that's the same thing. This is an investment. That's right. A, a college education is an investment. Exactly. An MBA is an investment. You have to understand – What am I getting out of this, which is your income, and what am I paying to receive that income?
5: That's right. And then then we got to go right back to the good old-fashioned basics, economic basics. How much student loan debt is there out there today? Trillions. Trillions. Three. And who is backing about 95% of it?
6: We are.
2: We are, the taxpayers. That's right. With that, we're just about done here. If you want a candid and diligent guide to help you with your retirement investments, call us at Dupree Financial Group at 233-0400, area code 859. You can also look uh, look us up on Facebook. If you want to listen to a podcast of this uh, show, you can get it off the Dupree Financial Group website. We appreciate you listening. We hope that we might be able to be of help to you in the future in investing your retirement funds. You've been listening to The Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP.